Hey all, welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Discuss Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, with my co-host, Brad. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and today we are gonna uh, kind of do, it's like headlines, but we're kind of getting more into the topics and chatting about them a little bit more. So it's a, like relevant news. I would say is more than anything. You just want to click the picture. There you go, Brad. I messed so, up. I messed up. So uh, we have a total of like five things to talk about. Uh, two of them Brad brought up, two of them I brought up, and then one of them was a uh, collective like we are just super fucking interested in it. So uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, the glare from this makes it look like I have sunglasses from far <laughs> away. Doesn't it? On the bottom screen? Is it? Yeah little bit so so anyway so uh brad you go first on on what you want to talk about yeah sure why not uh so uh, we know that there's a bunch of elon musk fanboys out there hey old beers with the boys am i yeah. right <laughs> but he has been wrecking havoc with me lately um as some people know yeah you're you guys aren't on speaking terms right no not right now uh i'm a bit of a gambler um <laughs> Which is what led me to Vegas a lot. And then eventually going into the stock market. Wait, are you a smoker? Are you a toker? Yes. Yes, I am. Or I guess it's a midnight toker. <laughs> um, and recently, I started getting into crypto. Yes. And uh, Elon Musk has been screwing me over royally. Ballpark. Do you have a, a figure of how much you're screwed over? Um, I've lost, like, I want you to get like specific numbers, a couple grand. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I don't want the IRS to use this as a, uh, as ah, I mean, until I sell it, it's not actually for them to do anything with. That's fair. That's you, fair. you have a chance, you know, get Elon Musk on the phone and tell him to make Dogecoin <sighs> profitable again. Dogecoin is garbage. Everyone knows it. It's it's a meme for a reason. But he came out recently uh, with a tweet that he did. And he came out and said, Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which is the worst emission of any fuel. Cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels. And we believe it as a promising future, but this cannot come at a great cost to the environment. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin as we intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. We're also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use less than 1% of Bitcoin's energy transaction. I have a different viewpoint on this than some other people do. I have no idea about any of these cryptocurrencies. So uh, crypto came out, I mean, well over a decade ago. Yeah. And uh, it has gained in like prominence, uh, Bitcoin being the number one, it was like first in. Um, so it has like the most notoriety that has the most value also. And most people like trust it. It's decentralized. So it's not like based off of any like banking system right now. And it's technically, what do they call it? I want to say it's a deflationary currency because it can't go down in price, okay. really. You answered my um, question. And the reason for that is there's a limited supply. So there's like 21 like million or whatever Bitcoin that are out there. 
and like no more can like really be created. So like you can still mine some out there, but there will be a point, And I think it's like gauged in like a hundred years where all Bitcoin will be mined. And then everything that's out in the market is out in the market. You so, cannot create anymore. And that's the difference with Doge, Dogecoin where they can continually just make more. So it's closer to like us dollars which is why the us dollar completely in, like has super inflation yes mike i have a question yes uh so so mining i like uh, arbitrary term i'm just thinking of like someone with a pickaxe like digging yeah. for gold yeah yeah is that's not essentially what they're doing it's more techno babble for computers yes it is but what like so let me ask you this. Is Bitcoin a made up currency? Like just altogether made up? Yes, but technically so is all currency nowadays. Right. But like at least with, with like, like a dollar bill is physical. So basically what I'm asking. Actually, most of your dollars, to be honest, most money isn't physical anyways. Like there's, if, if everybody in the U S right now went to the bank and said, I want all my money out, there's not enough money in the world. Yeah. To, they wouldn't supply them. Yeah. They, they can't supply it. It's all digital, which is why we all use credit cards, debit cards, right. um, transactional, like electronic ledgers, like for loans, stuff like that. That's why most companies want to do direct deposit right? because there actually isn't that much money. Right. Because you know, like in America, we, we print our own currency and we recycle or we, uh, I guess, recycle our money and we decommission some of the dollar bills yes. and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> but like Bitcoin, is there actually a coin currency or uh, again, is it all just a digital? Currency? No, it's all digital. So, so that's why I'm saying of it being physical, like, no, there isn't something like truly physical right. of that out there. So, but I don't think that's what diminishes a value. Right. And that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just asking like, so like, how could someone, so a few questions, how can you a mine go about mining? So unfortunately I can't go super deep into that. So I, I can't say I'm a expert in this. I have only doubled the last couple of years. I've started to pay a little bit more attention, but I do not know the intricacies of mining. If right. I did, I'd have a mining machine right here. Uh, I mean, I see, and that's the thing is like, I, like you're you said that Bitcoin, you can't. There's a certain like limit, and eventually you can like, we'll cap get, out. Yeah, we'll cap out. But like, what what is like? How I don't understand the process of mining. Like, like is it just a little pixelated guy going <laughs> around, and it's just like a it's dig a, dug a loading bar? Yeah, like so. I I just. That's what always trips me about cryptocurrency. It's honestly that, what trips up a lot of people, and it's why a lot of people don't actually trust it. I, I know it takes a lot of time and effort and power to, yes, to mine. It, it does take a lot of uh, power to mine, and that's the concerning part with Elon Musk's tweet here, except for there's been a few studies, and... There's one study, it says 39%. The other study says like 78% is done with renewable energy already. And that makes sense, especially when they're talking renewable energy. They're not talking wind and solar because let's be honest, those are not reliable. 
but we have some different mining in like this area. So Western United States and that, and then Texas is another big one that has it, hydroelectric power. Mm -hmm. And most of our power in this area is hydroelectric. So it cannot get down compared to like, if you have a, if you have wind turbines and there's no wind, you can't spin those turbines. If you have a cloudy day or it's nighttime, you can't get solar power. Water from a river is generally always rolling. It's constant. Yeah. So a lot of miners are actually using energy sources that are like a consistent energy base. So they use those re renewables. So they can like, do 24-7. Yeah. Like hydroelectric. Now, there are some other ones that are using like coal because as long as you're just burning coal, yes, you can get constant energy. The funny thing about his tweet, and it's the one thing, let's just point this out here. Let's just point this out here. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. They're not losing their transactional period. Now, he sent out a tweet after that where it's, cryptic and people are thinking he may be selling but he's holding on to this there's a huge amount of this happens everywhere it happens in stocks and stuff like that where it's one of those ways that the rich can get richer mm -hmm. is you make like a company look bad and then you short sell it like they try to do with gamestop and they just make a ton of money by just devalue devaluing the stock once it goes down they buy the dip yeah and then they bring it back up they they short the the stack i think elon's doing that Ooh, shame on you eli elon I, also shame on you eli yeah. you know who you are i i think that's actually the bigger so so then, i don't know that for sure this is my own personal conspiracy but so then I think he's using it to make more money. So if, say, you had Bitcoin, say you had quite a bit, is that the opportunity to sell if you think that's what he's going towards? No, or, buy. Or buy more. Buy, okay. as it drops down. But the problem is the average person that has only $300 and they threw it in, they're like, oh, maybe I can make some. Crypto's going up. And then they lose like half of it. They're like, oh, God, I can't lose all my money. And so they sell. They sell at half a loss. But then... Larger corporations, that's like one rich people will buy up that currency and then hold on to it, and then it's just going to raise up. When you look at the past of like Bitcoin, there was a point when it hit like 27,000, mm -hmm. and people were like, Oh my god, people were mortgaging houses, stuff like that, and it dropped back down to 7k. People freaked out, they lost homes, they like sold really quickly, but they mortgaged their houses for it, they lost everything. If they just held on to it. It went up to 60,000. It's now up to 43. So even if they sold now, they're still making from 27K up to 43. That's a ton of money they would have made. But people get scared. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's where I, I just I don't get cryptocurrency. I feel like I feel like it's a made up thing that people <laughs> are putting an arbitrary amount to like. Like Dogecoin, hey, Dogecoin is made up. Well, right, it, it is, is made up. Arbitrary, but, but but then then you have so many people coming out with like like you know when Bitcoin first came out, that's the only thing you know knew about it was was it was called Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and you heard n nothing else about cryptocurrencies. 
there was n- nothing yeah. that I ever heard. Now there's a ton. Now there's a ton. Like you were telling me about um, Ethereum. Ethereum, and I was like, that just sounds like a like a a, a metal ore. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, there's like another the, one like Cardano. Now the difference with like Cardano and Ethereum is they build apps off of it, so it's got a power base and something like tangible to it. Those are just words to me. Yeah, that, I know that means they nothing. I to know me. they are. It, it, I know they are. Like I, so like it's basically like like almost in like Fallout where like a bottle cap, right? That's that's their money. That's their money. That's one. Here, you know what, Brad? I'll trade you this shiny bottle cap. For your wireless headset over there. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. It's pretty shiny. You could see through it. No, I'm good. Thank you, bud. Your loss. Can't wait for that to be (laughs) $30,000. So another reason people are going into crypto right now, though, is inflation. Because people don't have confidence, I guess, right now in like the American dollar, especially with how much money we've just been printing this last year giving away unemployment benefits, stimulus checks. I mean, how much have we increased the debt? Like a goddamn huge amount. And on top of that, we shut down the economy. Some would say a shit ton. Yeah. And then we shut down the economy on top of that. So people aren't building stuff. We've just given people money so that they can just buy stuff. We all knew it was all going to come due. And we're starting to hit that point now. Yeah, thanks, and that's Clinton. why a lot of people are going have been gone into crypto is because they don't have confidence in the American dollar. That's part of the reason I have gone into crypto. I don't have confidence in the American dollar right now. Um, so so do you think essentially the American dollar is gonna kind of be what happened to Greece's currency, Greece, Venezuela? Like, you know what I'm talking about yeah. back in, was it 2012 when when their fucking market fucking plummeted and their currency was like worth like 61 cents to the American dollar or something like that? I mean, yeah. You, you look at a lot cent. of those different like areas, you know, you have Weimar, Germany, where they're using wheelbarrows worth of like cash just to buy like a loaf of bread. Same thing in Venezuela. Um, I don't think we'll get quite to that level. But yeah, I ours is absolutely downgrading, especially when you start seeing the rising cost of goods already. So, so let me let me ask you this to try and put it in perspective. So, like you know, when you buy a book, right, and it says U.S. dollar it, for this book is nineteen ninety nine, right? Yeah, and then it says Canadian is twenty five nineteen, right? So essentially. If you were to buy that book, say online in Canada, it would be twenty five nineteen. But if you were buying U.S., it would be twenty bucks shipping and handling. Who fucking cares? Um, but what you're saying is, is that since the if the American dollar is dipping, the price of that book will cost more. Right? Relative. So, so it's a relativity type thing. So, yeah. um, as prices start going up we don't have as much money um, or our money doesn't go as far. Yeah. So God, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to like well, quantum quantify yeah, yeah, to quantify. But the biggest thing is like, so if you're making like a hundred bucks, right. Uh-huh. And every week you spend $50 worth of food. So then you got $50 to do whatever you want. Sounds like if Bill Cosby food goes episode. up 10%, 
now co- now food costs 55 bucks. Uh-huh. Now you have $45 instead of 50. You lost $5. Yeah. And that's basically what's going to start happening, except for we're looking at a larger like amount of decrease than that. There's some estimates up to 15% inflation period right now. Wow. So that will also change with the fact of um of exchange rates, right? Like going like I don't know what the exchange rate for like US dollar to euros, but don't you get essentially more bang for your Yes, buck? it does, except for there is one bigger issue that's happening right now, and that's the fact that because we shuttered the economy for over a year because of this stupid pandemic that we should not have done this for. What pandemic? Every country is hitting this problem. Right. So everyone's currency is going to go down. And it's going to be to the point where people are like, oh, yeah, you need $15 an hour. By the end of this, we're probably going to need like $50 an hour. Gotcha. Um, It also causes certain things to drastically jump up that were never up there before. Some that were, but it's because of holding power and the availability of them. Um. Kind of like what happened with lumber. Yeah, but you've also got like like an easy one is houses, right? Everybody values houses as having value because it's something tangible. It's something you can have. You can sell it later to somebody else. Yeah, it it holds equity. Yeah, so it becomes very valuable. In an inflationary period, those things skyrocket. In our area, Mike, would you say our housing market has skyrocketed? Yes, very much so hugely like it it i don't stress out about a lot of things but that's one of the things that it's almost it's almost like a time thing where where i'm only 25 i wish i had the capabilities and and the forethought to to make enough money to buy a house back when i was like 18 right because that no joke it would triple it would double, if not triple, the price of that house in our area. Yeah. I mean, my grandma's house almost, what did I say? It almost it almost doubled its price, right, that mm-hmm. I told you? My parents' house is almost tripled. Yeah. it's They bought it at like 200K, which was a very nice house. In this area, 200K, and we're talking almost two decades ago. Yeah. That's a crap ton of money. That was a huge house. And they have a huge house. It's they, like they do six have bedroom, huge... like three, four bath. Two story. Do they have a basement? No. Uh, yeah. Two story house. Basements aren't very common in this area though. Uh, they, yeah. Especially her area. Yeah, that's fair. Um, They're a really actually very common where I live though. Super common out here. But they bought it for like 200K. That, it's over 600 now. It's gone up three times the value like that's honestly something i worry about daily of i am not even anywhere close to owning a house but goddamn, i wish i wish i could own a house because it's just smarter like i, I don't i really just want to skip the whole apartment yeah phase. oh absolutely i don't want to especially even even rent nowadays here are no joke like a single bed Bedroom single bath is about seven hundred and fifty. Seven to nine hundred, yeah. Yeah. And it it honestly like worries me when I eventually have to find my own place. It honestly worries me that I am not gonna 
not necessarily like make it, but it's going to be such a fucking hassle and a struggle that I really wish that the housing market, not necessarily it crashes, but I, I hope that it gets to, to more of a reasonable amount. I do feel like we are going to see a crash. Yeah, it, it will probably. Um, especially with all this inflation that's kicking in. So I'm going to put this over here. So uh, this is... Your second thing. Yeah. So And it, it just leads straight into it, which is the inflationary. Um, this is the consumer price index. And this is the cost of like different things going up. And so like this top chart here, this is the cost of goods. That's a straight shot up over this last six months because we shuttered the economy prices were going down we were making an overabundance which is why prices were super far down like last may um especially when last may that was about the start of us shutting things down so nobody was buying anything so all of the stuff that we had already um just completely decimated like prices of stuff you know like milk's down to like a buck or whatever else it's just prices were down across the board they started slowly started to go up as we started to ease up but now that we are completely easing up you know mask mandates are going away you're starting to like open up businesses fully people are needing things and there isn't enough products out there there's reports we're running out of cardboard lumber metals uh microchips the, are huge like you can't get microchips right now the the new one i've heard is uh pool supplies yeah pool um, supplies you can't get because people uh got built-in pools or bought pools from their stimulus checks yeah. and they can't afford um, to clean them food's a huge one <laughs> yeah and nobody's reporting food right now there's areas that can't get beef there's areas that can't get chicken like completely out where's the beef um so these these prices have just dramatically shot up which becomes an issue when you have the government giving out checks and just free money for everybody it's going to allow people to pay more and it's going to shoot up the price even more especially when nothing's being created but the demand is so high it's going to shoot prices up this is this is 101 of supply and demand when there's too much demand and not enough supply prices shoot up yeah number one thing and so the second chart down here shows you how much of an increase some of these things were and it'll it shows it over like the last couple of months here and so you've got like all items and that but go to like food back in october it was a 0.2 increase and then 0.3 0.1 0.2 0 0.1 last month 0.4 big one used cars 10% increase right now of people buying them. Yes. Of well, the cost. Hmm. Yeah, this is consumer price. So th this gotcha. this is the so cost like, has gone up. So like the Kelly Blue Book when it says yeah, like if you were to do it back in October, it would have been like $1000, but now that here in it's April 10, of 2021, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, Whew. not 10,000, but like yeah, if it's, it's if it's 10,000, now it's 11,000. Yeah, like it's, it's a, jumped up 10% of an increase. And used cars has had a 21% increase. That is huge. And a lot of that is just right now, it's you can't find used cars because new cars, because they can't get the materials to build some of the new cars, especially microchips and that, there's a shortage. So people are happening to go to used cars. 
mm-hmm. and it is shooting this price up to an unbelievable rate that it's going to become almost impossible for me to buy my son like his first car without spending like as much as I spent on my new car. Right. Yeah, at that point, you might as well just... And a new car is also going to just keep jumping up. Yeah. But the problem with new cars is they're not going to have the materials to make them. So this is a huge problem that we're facing, and it's a big reason why you know what? You crypto just... has big, been such a big deal lately. Uh, Everybody's going towards it because nobody has faith in the American dollar because inflation is hitting all-time highs. Huge record highs. Yeah, I was about to say you could just you should just buy a Tesla using Bitcoin. Yeah, but you can't. I can't anymore. Thanks, so, Elon. Go back to the chart. I have a question because so I'm looking at the medical services, uh, and I see that in April it, it hasn't raised at all. Um, but I'm also seeing in point a, three. Oh wait, that's apparel. It's, it's the last one. Medical care services. Gotcha. And it so looking across the board. And I see that it's like minus 0.3. So, and I see a couple of minuses down in the April column for, for energy, fuel, gas. I'm guessing those are all bad in the sense of, of, um, like negatives. Yeah. It just means price went down. Oh, it's saying price went down. Yeah. That's what a negative is. Gotcha. Price went down. Zeros, no change at all. I don't know why I was thinking like like uh, especially since right now we're having a gas shortage, so like May I'm guessing is gonna fucking jump. Oh yeah, for gas, especially with the Continental Pipeline that got hacked. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I don't There's know. There's still gas stations that are out. Like eighty percent of gas stations are still out over in like DC area. Yeah, so that I don't know why I was just thinking of uh, our gas raised. It's like three forty right now. It's four bucks. Ridiculous. Or yeah, it is three forty. But I don't know why I was thinking of like uh, of demand, not uh, price, you know, adjustments. Um, See, and medical right now is in a huge bubble itself, right? Um, partially because even though we're lifting restrictions, they're still not doing a lot of elective surgeries. Like at least not at the point that they were doing them a year ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of these numbers and I'm like, huh, okay. Uh, it's amazing. If you look at March, let's see what, what, what is that March? And it's a 9.1. What is that? Gasoline is at 9.1. And then from March to April, it drops to negative 1.4. That's a a huge drop. Yeah. It's a steady drop pretty much throughout. So I want, I want to people to notice something though. So this, raise in gas though it's partially manipulated how's manipulated when did biden get in right there yeah what was his first order of business i don't know he had so many cancel the keystone pipeline oh yeah that that was one thing it automatically shot up everything for everything so then why did it normalize or go way down in april but then again in may it's gonna fucking jump like a mother so 
jump, jump. There were a few different instances um, of like gas specialization in April where we jumped up like production. Um, you're also looking at April as it's starting to warm up. Refineries need heat to actually work. Gotcha. Um, and that also helps because you need less energy to actually refine. You're actually to op- available to like open up more refineries. And that that's a big one that will like help that prospect out. And also Easter. <laughs> Easter's in April sometimes. <laughs> Yes, Easter. <laughs> that that really caught you off guard. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, that's, I just, like, I, I was just crunching the numbers, if you will. But yeah, um, those two things, I think, play hand in hand, though, right now. Crypto and inflation. And, yeah, the economy. Interesting. So, myself, I'm still going to be buying crypto. Not any kind of financial advice, but that's what I am doing. Yeah, I remember you were like, dude, I'm thinking about sinking like like a few G's into ca- yeah. crypto. I'm like, I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, you did. I was like, oh. But yeah. th- I, I was like, I don't know, man. It might be might be risky, but risk it for the biscuit, am I right? Yeah. So. Which I planned on. It was going to be a hold anyways. It's not like I was looking for like in a month to sell and make a bunch of money. Yeah. No, this, is, this was a long-haul decision that I was – facing looking over especially with inflation i expect it to last a while so again i don't understand cryptocurrency uh i remember working my first job back in 2014 and i had a regular customer he was just a little kid um he was probably like 13 Mm -hmm. and he would come into my store and he would just chat with me because you know i was i was younger then and he probably like looked up to me like a older brother kind of thing. And he was telling me like he had a, a satchel that carried a computer on it and stuff or in it. And, uh, he was telling me that he was, uh, mining, uh, cryptocurrency. He was mining Bitcoin. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, and he's like talking about how he has like $300 or, or 300 Bitcoins or whatever, or, or even more. I don't remember the the whole amount. Maybe even just thirty. And I was just like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Like, I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest. And I just think about that now. That he's probably like, let's see, twenty twenty one, twenty fourteen. He's probably like, he's probably just turning like twenty. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, goddamn, he probably owns a mansion and a Ferrari. He's slapping the asses of some Beyonce looking chick, and I'm just like. God damn it. And I have a successful international podcast. Yes, you do. So, you know, who made the the right choices? I <laughs> leave that up to everyone else. Well, which one do you want to go into? Um, uh, it doesn't matter. I, I'll talk about whatever. Um, so, so this article I found and even though it cuts off, even though uh, <laughs> it cuts off because of stupid ants. I wonder if you refresh it, if it would change it. But uh, basically what it's saying is that scientists have, um, uh, they they were doing a study on people's brains, uh, actually during an open brain surgery uh, for one of them. 
and the scientists actually were able to track a thought uh, moving around in in people's brains. And I found that super interesting because all I can think of is is there's so many doors that can open up for it. And if you actually scroll down, it will show you the uh, highlighted um, or maybe never mind. The highlight went away. Go back up. It's the second paragraph. Um, but right here. So scientists were able to follow in a thought as it moved through the brain, revealing the mechanisms of how our mind thinks and the processes involved therein. The study from 2018 assessed epilepsy patients who were undergoing surgery. Neuroscientists were able to track the tra trajectory of a thought through a patient's brain. And this just made me excited because, like, growing up, like, us guys, you know, we, you, me, I, growing up, right, you know, we would read those kind of books that, you know, or or magazines back in school where, you know, it promised us flying cars and, and jet packs and, you know, that kind of stuff. Or, or even more so like, uh, being able to, to look into people's dreams, like having a dream project onto a TV. Like that was the kind of future that I was promised. And here we are talking about fucking Bitcoin and Teslas and, <laughs> and the price of milk. Um, yeah, I know. And so this just made me super excited because I, if it like in my head, I thought it opened up a lot of doors for the, for possibilities. Now this, this is probably years upon years, even decades away from, from being anything substantial. But I was just thinking of the fact of, of what happens if you can, if you're able to track a thought, can you a predict people's patterns kind of like um in like minority report like like uh Ooh, that's a dangerous precedence to go down like committing a crime before the crime happens uh i was also thinking of of like a psychological standpoint you know the people who are who are like serial killers or psychopaths can we can we track their thought process on how they go about like going like, Hey, I'm going to wake up in the morning, drink some OJ and then murder someone, stab someone 87 times, you know, like it just made me think of the potential that there could be for the, the instance of, of, you know, you went super dark with like all of your thoughts. Cause my first thought on hearing this was Elon Musk is going to love this for Neuralink. Yeah. I mean that too. Like I, uh, but you're just like going straight to like minority part report, like just trying to find serial killers. So the, <laughs> the main thing that I was, I was truly thinking, there's two other things that I was mainly thinking, but I brought those other two up first was, was, um, I was thinking about, you know, people who use the, uh, the, uh, like the defense of, of, uh, a, a God talked to me or Satan talked to me or a demon talked to me. And they, 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 um, uh, they have to get like a psych report done on them before they can, you know, see if their, you know, mind is right for trial kind of thing. So I'm, I'm thinking that maybe potentially it could just straight up wipe out that whole, like, Hey, sorry, you know, a, a demon didn't possess you in, to make you kill your family. It or was, maybe it will prove the demon. Or maybe it will prove the demon. If, if you look at an x-ray and there's just a pentagram drawn in on your brain, then I guess, yeah, I guess. But um, 
so that was one of the things was was more of a of a psychological aspect of it of of the fact of like maybe even helping like solve some disorders or kind of like help track like maybe early early like onset amnesia or dementia or alzheimer's you know maybe be able to go hey this is this is kind of not looking right you know we we can track yeah. that you are gonna eventually maybe get that um the other thing is because i find the brain fascinating but what i find most fascinating about the brain is what it does with dreams i fucking love just facts about dreams and i was thinking if they can eventually do this they can eventually also track dreams and maybe we could finally get that dream to to pop up on the screen you could finally watch me hang out with bloop snoop dog so excited watching your dreams i don't know if i really want to do that dude it would some weird damn dreams it they are some weird damn dreams but could you imagine being like a twitch streamer and and streaming your your dreams onto or reacting to other people's dreams that's exactly what's going to happen yeah like i i i think I think I would become very successful if people were able to watch my dreams and they would be like, damn, Mike, that's really <laughs> fucking cool. But how awesome would it be to go see like Spencer's dream about him and the, and the Velociraptor that chases him? <laughs> how awesome would that be? Just him just like hanging out by the poolside. And then all of a sudden, like, like a, like a waitress walks in with a tray of, of, of an iced tea, sets it down, and, can't, and he's like, or she's like, can I get you anything else? He looks up, and it's just a velociraptor in a wig, and you're just like, oh, no, and he starts running. He may have already had that dream. But, but anyway, I just got super excited because science is cool. Uh, it, it's, it's cool to see it go somewhere, and I am just pretty much just stoked. Because yeah. I mean, it, even when they did the whole science report of uh, them cloning like a sh like a lamb or a sheep or whatever, I'm like, yes, cloning. So yeah, I'm excited. Gene splicing, am I right? <laughs> so, um, and then my other thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, on, on in the news recently, uh, the CDC has list, lifted uh, mask mandates. And they have kind of eased up on some of the guidelines for that. And it just makes me excited to see that we're we're going in the right direction of going back to normal. See, and this is where we have different viewpoints. Because you're like, oh, I'm so glad we're going back to normal. Which, by the way, so am I, obviously. I've, <clears throat> let's be honest, I don't wear a mask. Like, unless I absolutely have to. Like, work, all right, I'm getting paid to wear a mask. That's fine. If I go anywhere else, that, no, no. Mm, no, it's not going on. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, yeah, you flash your pre your uh, makeshift arts and crafts card saying that you're. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm it's exempt, your, you know? It's a religious. Yeah, it's freedom. my my religious exempt. Yeah, that's it. That's me. <laughs> I've already printed out my new vaccine card. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I look at it this opposite way, where you know, like the the title of this one here's the science that's convinced the cdc to lift mask mandates and yet i laugh at all these idiots that are just like you must follow the science this whole last year you have to follow the science you have to follow the science as soon as the the science switches they're like no i'm not going to listen to the science i'm going to continue to wear my mask so people don't think a i'm a republican <laughs> or because i have an ugly face like i don't know how many times i've read on reddit 
Like I want to, because it, I feel insecure. Well, go die. I don't care. I don't <laughs> want you in society anyways. Like my, my mouth is small. I rather wear a mask. Yeah. Like who cares? Oh my God. Or, Nobody pays attention that much anyways to you. Or I only put uh, makeup on, on the top half of my face <laughs> and I wear a mask for the rest. But I love the people that are like contradicting themselves that were just like, follow the science. And now they're like, no, nah, I'm not going to follow the science anymore. I'm still going to do it. Like, shut up. You never cared once. It was all political this whole time. It makes me laugh. And I just bypass everything he just says. I'm just saying I'm excited uh, that like there are stores that like um, there are uh, there. There was one that I was telling you about that Costco lifted it, but it said in some sh- sections, and I was confused. I actually started reading the article, and it told me nothing else of these sections, and I don't know if they're sections of cities. Yeah, no, or just if the meat section, and well, yeah, and, if they're uh, aisle sections, yeah. like hey, you got to wear a mask when you go to like the dairy section, but once you leave the dairy section and you move on to the peanut section. You can lift off the mask. Until you get back to clothes, and then you'll have to put it back on because, you know. Yeah, so, but, but like, Walmart uh, lifted theirs. Um, Target added themselves into that list. Did they? Yeah. Uh, Cool. I I didn't see one. Now, what I'm curious is, is that also included with employees, or is it just with customers? I would expect if they're lifting it, if the company's lifting it, I would think the employees, but I I don't know because my employer hasn't done it yet. So I'm still waiting. They sent out like an internal email. That's like, as per CDC guidelines, we're going to be like reevaluating. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. Make this happen sooner than later. But I don't know. I, the reason I asked that is like, I could see that, that they like, they'll still say that employees have to wear it. Because they face more people on the day-to-day. No, they don't. You worked in retail. How many retail associates honestly just avoid customers? And they're just like, uh, 10-foot rule, I'll just step back a foot. Ah, now they're 11 feet. Like, I don't have to. Like, See, so many people will obviously not help customers. Unless, like, you're a cashier and you have to. There's so many people in retail that actively avoid customers. You're right, but I was always trained uh, like like there there's always been a 5 foot rule wherever I worked if 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 there's a customer within 5 feet of you, you you know, greet them, you Excuse help them me, out. Excuse me, sir, that's supposed to be 10 feet. Not uh, five feet. I so I uh my second job my boss at the time uh told me that uh it that he he says screw the 5 foot if they're within 10 feet. Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to be 10 feet. Is it supposed, yeah, to, be it's 10 supposed to be 10 Then feet. maybe it's the whole store. Maybe he meant the whole store. It's it's a, you know, you have to cover about 35 yards. <laughs> <laughs> so but, football, fa- football length is, yeah. is what you have to watch out for. From goal line to goal line. Yeah. Um, and so, so, yeah, so I'm I'm just excited to see that, you know, People are getting out there and vaccinating, and that is at least helping the cause of of these lifts, if you will, other than what Brad sees of it, of, of uh, now that the election is over and tr- big bad Trump is out. Hey, I never said that, all right? I said it's just flat out political, and you have literally tons of people right now that have 
explicitly said they're not going to put on or they're not going to take off their mask because they don't want to be viewed as a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that before. Even my grandma, who is the opposite of you, has said that, too. Um, and and I think that's although why, I, I think that's why she still wears. Can masks. I can I tell you of a story that I was just like it was it was an employee that I work with um, and a customer came up to her and said the creepiest thing and i was like see this is a reason why it's good to have a mask is just for like creepos like that like i agree with his like <laughs> initial statement and i was like but you took it too far there buddy you took it too far so he walked up to her and he was like hey little girl take off your mask like number one nope nope don't say it don't nope you, you cross the line with the little girl comment and then he's like you don't need to have it on there anymore and he just like stood there and like waited. And so she like dropped it down and, and his wife was like, huh, not what I thought. And he was like, and then he says, oh, see, some we, we, the masks are good for some people, you know, so you can't discern like the uggos in that. And then he walked away. And so she told me this later and she's like, so one, he made me feel weird because he, he was like, Hey little girl, like complete creepo like, and then did he call me uggo like i can't tell and i'm like see this is a point where you just need to shut your mouth like i agree with like the whole like just take off the mask because i don't think we should have done it from really the get-go but like that guy probably shouldn't just go shopping at all like just stay home all right yeah that that is wrong on you so many went, levels yeah like like not only are you acting like a pedophile but you also are <laughs> acting like a misogynistic asshole who's right? just like oh you're not pretty enough cool put on a bag yeah like it's put like, a oh. sack over your head like good god what an ass especially See, since she's gorgeous yeah I, I i don't know who you're talking about but uh at work we don't hire uglies so <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Weird. We both sound like misogynistic <laughs> assholes now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I doubt what an ass, but, but we, I was, we, we were talking, I feel like, uh, this pandemic absolutely did a few things of like, we just made another generation of, of germaphobes. Major, major germaphobes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, working at Hastings, there was a customer who came in and she would walk in with, uh, because we did buybacks, she would walk in with DVDs and CDs or whatnot. And she would have gloves on. She would have them in, in a baggie. And before she touched the counter or anything, she asked uh, whoever was doing the buybacks to go wash or to wipe down the counter, go wash our hands, put on gloves, and then anything that uh, like the the whatever we were buying back, we also had to wipe down. Yeah. And like, I don't mind being accommodating, but again, it's it's one of those things that you've always said where it's it's like if if you're so worried about it, then why are you leaving your house? Now, sometimes it's a necessity to leave. Like, like I know, I know for me, I okay, started, except for your job that you were talking about and where I'm at, they're not necessities. Hastings was not a necessity. How, how do you mean? Nothing you oh, bought oh, at Hastings was a necessity. Gotcha. Like, well, going into health. that store, we've, we sold food. Um, <laughs> 
So pop rocks and soda don't count. No, we had a popcorn machine. It was delicious. <laughs> it was awesome when we got to if you worked with the right manager. Sorry, boss. Um, if you worked with the wrong with the right manager, it doesn't matter. It's not around anymore. Uh, we would clean out the popcorn machine with whatever was left, and uh, we would put it in a little Hastings bag, and then we would just keep it to the side and just eat popcorn for the for yeah. the rest of the day. So, so um, so yeah. So, but anyway, so. Brad, goddamn you! I for, I lost my tra- I lost my train of thought. Thermal no, it wasn't. It was um, it's coming back to me. Hold on. <laughs> um, I don't mind doing that. I already said that. Accommodate. Uh, goddamn you, Brad. Um. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Was so like, um, not necessarily during the pandemic that I started doing this. Um, but, but when my brother got sick, I started doing this because, so I was driving his car around and so I would go fill it up, uh, you know, gas pump and stuff. And I started thinking about it. That is probably one of the most used things ever. That's never wiped down. Yeah. And, and so I started anytime I started doing this like one hand rule where I would pump the gas with one hand, everything I would touch with a right hand, keep the keys in my left pocket, open the door left-handed and then I would grab hand sanitizer or a wipe and start wiping down my hand. You know what's amazing? Throughout this whole thing, I have not changed a single routine. I don't wash my hands more. I don't, like, nothing. Yeah. Not a single thing. I don't use, I actually use less hand sanitizer now. Not once have I, like, changed, it, changed the way, like, I deal with things. Because I don't understand it. Like, we've had flus in the past. Yeah. I'm at a decent age i'm easily gonna live and i know there's gonna be people out there like but you're gonna kill grandma i'm not gonna go visit my grandma if i'm sick all right like i'm not gonna kill her because i'm not gonna go out there and randomly see people if i'm sick yeah i stay home because that's the responsible thing to do so you can get better initially i don't go out and start hugging random freaking elderly either like i'm not going out to places where i'm gonna get other people sick if i'm sick but if i'm not sick there's no point in me doing all these stupid restrictions i don't get it so but I never changed. Now, the only time I changed any of my behaviors was when I was helping you out last year. Yep. Because when I would go down to like you garbage Utah garbage and help you, Utah. I, I would wash my hands more. I would use hand sanitizer. Yeah. But that was for your brother. And because he was immunocompromised, it made complete sense to me. So I'm much going more. to do it because it's not for me. It's for them. But half this other stuff, it wasn't for them, especially when you look at the reasoning for the masks. The number one reason you're being told is so you don't spit on other people, which means it's I that has to be sick. It doesn't stop it, especially since this pandemic can go through your eyes, any porous um, section of your body. Uh-huh. So, oh, hey, do you, want- you know, like your nose, your ears, stuff like that. So I, I've never understood the craze of this and it should have always been common sense yeah if you go to the bathroom wash your hands but i don't need to wash my hands now every 30 seconds like there's some people i know that do that yeah they'll touch something and then they go wash their hands yeah um and and i've i've been very appreciative of how you like like i'm sure i'm sure as you're putting on a mask to like visit me and and my family uh with how my brother was or even 
even when you had to wash your hands, you're just like, fuck it, no, I look like a Democrat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's honestly the only reason I didn't wash my hands. I'm like, I don't want to be a Democrat. You uh, know? People probably think I'm going to vote Biden and Harris. <laughs> they probably look at me and go, oh, he's a Bernie fan. <laughs> he feels the burn. <laughs> He probably he probably doesn't even do twenty seconds. He probably goes for a full yeah. minute. <laughs> really show how far left he is. Antifa, Antifa, Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, like I I haven't changed up my habits either. Other than like I put on a mask because like uh, uh, going up to McCall like. Uh, uh, they actually lifted their mask mandate recently, but my grandpa was telling me that uh, McCall's mask mandate, like they are, they actually like enforce it. And if you're not wearing one, really, yeah, hundred dollar fine is Seriously? what he told me. Yep, that's that's strange because us usually your smaller towns don't enforce it. Yeah, up there they uh, apparently they were forcing it quite a bit. They're all Democrats. <laughs> Biden, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. uh yeah, I really never changed my stuff around, but then again, I've always been a clean person. I've so I have actually noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed, um, but I'm very I like I handle my drinks in a specific way. And sh- like I have to do it for two reasons, right? Is there's often times that I'm just like, is this my like say, is this my water bottle? Hence why, like, most of the time I take off the label so I know, hey, this one's fine. It has Unless no. you're around me because you know I don't drink water. Right. <laughs> um, but, like, like for example, I was playing football with some buddies, and I had I had my water bottle, which obviously has a, a, a specific logo I have. And then there was another water bottle that I know we've bought in at some point because I recognized the label. And it was set, like, like a foot apart. And I was just like – and. And I saw one of my football buddies taking a drink, and I was like, I don't know which one he took a drink out of. I know this one's mine because I left it here, and there's one there. And so I was just like, I don't know if this one's mine. And so I was like, I don't want to take a drink out of this. So instead, I just used it to, to put water on my head so, to cool myself down. Um, oh, how unprofessional, as mine has been going off yeah. <laughs> for quite, quite some time. Um, but so it's probably, you know, the freaking estimate guy that was supposed to show up yesterday. Yeah. Bastard. Um, but, but so like I brought two water bottles and so I just use one to kind of cool myself down, uh, from the heat and, you know, playing football. But, and then I just kind of like, I didn't hide mine, my other one, but I put it back in the bag to make sure like, Oh, no one brought a bag. Cool. Um, so that's one of the things. But another thing I have to kind of like keep in mind is the is the fact of um, I only I only really drink water and people uh, tend to joke about how they're going to spike or give me a drink with alcohol in it. And so oftentimes, no joke, there's oftentimes where before I take a drink, not necessarily out of water bottle, but like if if a glass was brought to me, I go and I sniff it first, and then I drink. I know there was a time we were recording a podcast, and I don't remember who it was, but I had a Gatorade, and I went to the bathroom before we started a new podcast, came back, and 
I don't know why, but in my head, I was like, they fucking poured alcohol in this. Those bastards. I had no proof. And so I just didn't touch that Gatorade from then on. <laughs> but but they're... Um, Such a wuss. So there's... <laughs> but I don't like have a fear of, of drinking someone else's thing. I just prefer not to. But uh, there's also a horror story from one of the podcasts I listened to. This guy, he was out partying and uh, they you know had the keg. They had red solo cups and stuff. And uh, his best friend uh, was a spitter. He he, you oh. know, chewed tobacco and spit it into a cup. Oh, this will for sure gross everyone oh, out. I know exactly what you're where you're going with this. And so he's he's drinking beer and he sets it down and then he looks away, turns back around, grabs for his cup, and then drinks it. And then as he's drinking, he pulls away and there's a strand of oh. chewed tobacco. And he he drank his buddy's chewed tobacco, thinking it was his beer. And so from then on, he just straight up is just like, if if I set my drink down and I don't know which one it is, I just get a new drink. I don't care. I don't care if it was a full glass and I didn't even touch it. I will grab a new drink because no, thank you. I, well, at that point, yes. That's that's one of those like, oh, nope. Yeah, Vietnam flashback kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> So. But no, I I am happy that we are starting to lift this shit. I I didn't agree with it in the first place, but it is good to see a lot of places going back to normal. Yeah, you at least conformed enough. If I had to, if if you had to, you know, you were, you know, washing hands equals Biden, uh, <laughs> licking boots equals Trump, right? Something like that. If you ask my grandma. Yeah, if you ask your grandma. So, uh, let's. We'll move on. Ah, uh, yes. I just want to show this picture because so looks cool. It does. It does look cool, but it's, it's a bad situation. It's a bad, bad out. We're just let's put it out there. We hope everybody's safe. Um, we hope there's not too many casualties on either side. But it's cool looking picture. It's it is the kind of picture that like Michael Bages is over. <laughs> Michael Bay wishes he could make this picture. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, we won't get into the whole like. Yeah, we're not going to go into the whole thing. We are not educated enough on either side of this to put out our opinion. Yeah, we're not picking sides. This I mean, is more. I mean, go Marvel, Lakers. Yeah, this um, is more of a marvel <laughs> of the the technology. No joke. This is this is actually not a Palestinian uh, versus. Uh, uh, well, no, this is just Michael Bay. No, this is this is uh, after the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl last time. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was a Cubs game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had one. <laughs> so, uh, no, these were actually the. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> I was gonna say this is what happened in Washington, <laughs> January sixth, <laughs> the true shot of the insurrection. Oh. Uh, but so basically it's Palestinians uh, with their long war against uh, Israel. Israel. I, I didn't want to just yeah, go right now. Jews. This is the Gaza. The, there's the new Gaza conflict that has started. Thanks, Biden. Uh, <laughs> thanks, George Washington. Um, and so what this picture shows is which size which side has the iron dome oh i don't know if it's gonna 
show it. the one with our faces underneath because I don't know if it reverses when you watch it is well, the one with the logo with the AFP that's Israel that's the Iron Dome okay so th- so the the ones that of the missiles going fucking crazy right above our heads that's that's the Iron Dome that's that's the intercepting shots that's Israel right and basically what's happening is they they came up with this uh concept back in 2011 i remember learning about this in school but it basically has essentially like a force field kind of thing but it's it's yeah, not but no, like it's, it's radar yeah it's, it's not it like is. it impacts the force field and it blows up it's just like uh it's it, like dome shaped but it's 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 radar so once yeah. something passes through that dome like area that the radar is encompassing yeah then the missiles the batteries kick in and they intercept and it's got a huge rate of return for like success rate yeah it's a very successful system and it's a very cool system and so on the the missiles going straight are new missiles coming in while the ones going all crazy are those missiles got shot up to intercept missiles that were fired beforehand yeah and so they what basically what they're doing is missiles coming in and then a missile of from the iron dome is coming up and it's gonna intersect it's kind of like um it's kind of like um space invaders in a a way or no sorry that's not right it's the it's the asteroid game where you have cities to protect and you gotta shoot the asteroids or the missiles beforehand um, and so that's essentially what it's doing is intersecting at a point, blowing the missiles up and it has a pretty decent success rate. I don't know the success rate, but it's an interesting concept. And we actually have a picture of, this is from an article in 2012, um, which is a year after it was started to be implemented. Yeah. Which is just showing how the iron dome works. As you can see, there's a short range rocket and that's that I guess that is the key thing. It's not really meant for missiles. It's meant for rockets. Yeah. Um, the one thing with this conflict is that can be said is because we are allies with Israel, they have a bit higher of a technology. So they're using missiles. Uh, the other side generally has a lower technology. So they're generally using rockets. Yeah. So they are slower and it does allow for interception easier within the Iron Dome. I was about to say because it's generally missiles versus rockets, not missile versus missile. I'm trying to think what's the difference between a rocket and missile? Isn't it a missile is just it's able to guide it. I think it's guided in speed. And and I think rocket, it's also speed. So like a R- RPG is uh, is a rocket. Yeah. Because it's just po- point and shoot. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So, so anyway, so a short-range rocket comes in, and then once it passes this dome, you can see that there's a radar detection unit the at the one spot, sees that it's coming in, it passes through, and then a battle management and control is just basically a designates operation. Yeah, it, well, it designates which battery will intercept. Yeah. Which one's going to be closer, which one's going to be more available to actually hit the target. Mm -hmm. And then it sends that signal to the unit, the firing unit. And then that one will launch the counteroffensive. Yeah. Um, And this one shows that it's going straight up and hitting it. It's never usually straight up. But that's just because of the trajectory of the rocket. 
So, but, but yeah, this is the iron dome and Brad and I were just talking of how cool and innovative it is. It sucks that it has to be implemented. Yeah. It sucks that it's even being used anything like that. Like we said, we're not getting into the conflict on either side. I mean, I have my viewpoint. I'm sure you have your own, but we're not going to get into that. We want to just talk about just the Marvel of this literal system. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a pretty awesome system. The yeah. iron dome itself is. Yeah. We're not choosing sides. Go Maple Leafs. Um, <laughs> How dare you, sir? Um, but yeah, she's always the sharks. Listen, I'm more of a Harry and Meghan fan personally. So <laughs> is that even the right brother? I don't even know. I think so. Anyway. So, so yeah, that's just what we wanted to show was, was kind of educate people on how the iron dome works because it's a it's a fascinating thing um it's all over the news right now though with yeah this conflict. it's it's very current um it really reminds me i don't know if you ever watched the show but did you ever watch the show it it's called future weapons no where it showcased new advanced weapons and so one of the weapons that it had a r lee emery on it you know the guy from um full metal jacket the, okay yeah, yeah. He was the host of it. Uh, nice. Well, actually, he may have not been. Anyways, move a on. Anyways. Um, and so they just showed cool new technology of weapons. And one of them uh, was from Wanted. You know, the, the gun that, that turns sideways so you could shoot around corners with a camera. That was actually one of the things on the episode. Yeah. Um, and, and like the, also showcase on CSI Miami, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, you have a real hard on for CS CSI Miami. Dude, the freaking love Horatio okay? I I did not know you you liked CSI Miami. I don't know how often I do this in front of you where right there. Holy shit, yeah. You know what? I've seen that so many times. It's between Gilmore Girls and Rick and Morty. Yeah. So I mean it's a weird Makes place. Perfect for it. Sense. Yeah. Oh, someone's here. So uh, we'll just end the, the episode. Goodbye. <laughs>